Hey, what's up, you guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to Sincerely Lee and Ray. I am your boy, Lederic Riel. I'm Aaliyah. And today we're going to be talking about self-care. Yes, there are four dimensions of self-care. Emotional, physical, psychological, and your spiritual health. We're going to get into all of those, but first... I want to talk about how do we practice self-care in each of those ways. So emotional talks about um, setting clear boundaries on your time and energy. So how do you practice emotional self-care, Ray? Um, I know for me, Wednesdays are my self-care days. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we drink wine. Amen. We talk shit. Mm-hmm. And we do our podcast. Yeah. And I've had to learn to stop taking home my work. Mm. on a certain days of the week and just doing stuff for myself um like I literally had to set a boundary of what I'm when I'm doing work work when I'm doing school work just so I can breathe and have fun right and then another way emotionally I set boundaries is by you know I don't answer my phone okay <laughs> I go to periods where I don't read text messages do not disturb I don't answer funk I will watch that thing ring and not pick it up and text you <laughs> day later be like yeah hey I saw you caught me what's up right exactly saw the call what did you want <laughs> should have left a voicemail what about you um I'm learning to set clear boundaries I've been cutting people off that gave me emotional harm and I think that's probably been the best thing for me. You know that I am quick to cut anybody off. And yes. while that might be a trauma response from dealing with, you know, different bad relationships or situations, I'm learning that when I feel a certain kind of way emotionally, negatively, that it's okay for me to walk away. I don't have to give you an answer. I don't have to explain myself. I can just say simply hi. This relationship is over. Thank you for your services and exit stage left. <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> yes, yes. We appreciate your time here, whether it was one day or one week. But I feel like if I'm unhappy in a situation, then I'm going to leave. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm going to be run away from when things get bad. But if I can foresee things not getting better or if the energy is off, then I'm absolutely going to walk away. Um, so physical self-care is defined as ensuring an overall healthy lifestyle that includes eating healthy, drinking lots of water, and getting plenty of exercise. So for me, I practice physical self-care by going to the gym. Try, I try to go to, to the gym like four days a week. Going to the gym is really therapeutic for me. I love sweating and actually getting myself in shape. And basically, I stare at myself the whole time I'm in the gym. I'm like, girl, you look good. You look good. You look good. Eating healthy, I do that. I definitely meal prep. But sometimes I want something sweet. Like yesterday, I wanted something sweet so bad. I literally made muffins last night <laughs> because I wanted something sweet so bad. But I was like, I'm not leaving the house. I'm not going to DoorDash a freaking cheesecake. Like, I can't do that. Um, but I still think that sometimes, you know, practicing physical health care, you can splurge on yourself. Like you can get yourself something bad that technically might be bad by calorie wise, but makes you feel good. Or, you know, you physically like get out the house or go do something like that. Like, how do you practice physical self-care? Um, I definitely drink a lot of water. I stopped yeah. eating meat again. Okay. So I feel a lot better. No more chicken for you. And I've been craving a 10-piece, but we don't <laughs> talk about that. Um, I have been slacking when it comes to going to the gym. I've been trying to... Balance. Balance. Because you just got a promotion and everything, so like, it's <sighs> a so lot. Much. Just so much. You know, so many blessings, you know? <laughs> 
So I'm still trying to find that balance yeah. so I can get back into the gym because they are definitely taking their $22 out of my account every Ooh, month. Ooh, you need to go to so, gym. Um, but yeah, like, I've been drinking water like crazy. Like right now I have my whole That's thing good. water. But I do need to do better. Um, we can all do better though. So, we can all do better. That's been my little downfall on this self-care journey but hey we all fall, we all and fall get back short up. of glory sometimes hello <laughs> hello psychological self-care is defined as activities that might include personal and professional development you should give attention to things that are in your control in your sphere of influence like taking time for personal reflection so how do you practice psychological self-care um hmm. yeah it's a deep one you're toxic to yourself. <laughs> I think so. That's not good. Um, you gotta love you. I mean, I love me. I have the tendency to brush stuff under the rug. Okay, I'm the same like, way. When it comes to certain things, of course, I'm gonna talk about it. But when it's certain stuff that I know is bothering me, I just won't talk about it no more. I'll pretend like I'm okay. You better call me. I'll just move on from it. I'll be like, it's all, it is what it is. I'm not gonna worry about it. I'll be fine. Like, you know, sometimes you need that good cry. Yeah. I'm the type of person, I ain't gonna let myself cry because I'll start like, oh. what, what, what are you crying for, sir? Oh, no, I had a good Suck cry like three days up. ago. <laughs> mm, you gotta cry sometimes. It's okay. You're a man, man cry. I know. Real man cry. I just. You can always pull up, you know, and cry here. You can go in the guest room, <laughs> do your thing. I ain't gonna. I'll just come in there and bring you a little snacky snack <laughs> and make sure you're good. TikTok. Listen, right? Like, are you okay? I bought you a, a, a charcuterie, charcuterie. I'm gonna learn how to talk one of these days, y'all. But I think it's a charcuterie board. I'll make you one of those, but you don't eat meat, so it's gonna be a bunch of fruit cheese and some crackers. I'm pretty mean to myself, too, especially like when it comes to food and stuff. I'm like, you are fat, you can't eat that. Da, da, da. If you eat that, you're gonna be a huge monkey. Like, I'm really mean to myself when it comes to like working out and stuff, but. I'm learning to allow myself to feel how I feel. So if I feel sad today, I'm allowed to be sad. And if I feel happy today, then I feel happy. Um, before we continue, Ray is gonna introduce the wine that we're drinking on today's episode. So today we are drinking Apothic Dark. You know he red loves the red wine. <laughs> and Aaliyah talks about me because I pick a lot of bitter wine, but I do that for a reason. Um, sure he does. How many have. percents is today's? <laughs> 500? No, that's... 20? <laughs> no. It is... Let's see. I'm going to leave the studio because he be trying to get me drunk. Let me tell y'all, Ray thinks that if I get drunk, we'll have better content. I think we should have a sober one day, you know? 13.5%. Good God. <laughs> he don't like wasting no money on the wine. Huh? I don't. And I respect that. <laughs> um, also, psychologically, I take some time to tell myself that it's okay. Like, it's okay if you're not feeling okay. Like, you have the right to not be happy. You have the right to be happy. And you don't have to live by society's standards of saying like, oh, if you're having a bad day, then you shouldn't be on Twitter laughing. Like, no, sometimes it's okay to have that escape. And just telling myself that it's okay for me to feel however I feel in that moment right. has really helped me with my self-care and making sure that I'm okay. And I also, sometimes I check in with myself because 
I am a little bit of a workaholic, so sometimes I do have to sit down and be like, hey, how are you feeling right now? Are you okay? We know that you're making sure that everyone else is okay, but how are you feeling right now? Right. And having that five to 10 minutes of just talking to yourself, you know, it's okay to talk to yourself. I forgot what is not okay to do. Is it not okay to answer, to answer questions? yourself? <laughs> yeah, like you shouldn't be sitting there having full on conversations, but it's okay for you to check in with yourself. I believe so. What do you think? You think that's okay? Yeah, as long as you're not like uh, Mr. Brown does it. Like, I said to myself, and myself said, huh? <laughs> oh, sometimes I do. Because sometimes, listen, when I be at the grocery store, I be in the car because I got road rage, y'all. So sometimes I be in the car and I be cussing folks out and I be having to tell myself, girl, do you want to go to jail? <laughs> and be like, no, girl, you not want to go to Fulton County. Mm -mm. And <laughs> listen. <laughs> and finally, it's spiritual health. That's defined as things that might include prayer, meditation. You may want to visualize, practice gratitude, spend time in nature, and be aware of the non-material aspects of your life. So how do you practice spiritual health of self-care? So I started this when I first got an education because... I have a student who, well, not anymore, changed classes, but oh. I had a student who, well, all of them, honestly, were like moan and groan all the time. And I love my babies to death, but when you hear it all day and you gotta talk to people all day, mm. I would literally drive home in silence and sit home in my closet and just meditate and just sit there yeah. because I would appreciate the silence. And so that was something I still do now. That's good. And I just sit in my closet with the lights off and I just be just laying on the floor chilling. And I've gotten into a bad habit of being on my phone when I'm in there. And so mm. I have to tell myself, put your phone down, put your phone down, don't pick it up, don't look at it, don't do nothing, like stop. Gotcha. And I noticed like when I do it 100% I feel so much better that's good what about you yeah I had started when I got out of my last relationship I realized that I had moved away from God a lot and I literally was only talking to God when I was saying my grace so when I got out of this relationship, I realized that I needed God and I felt like I wouldn't have even been in that relationship if I had, if I was closer to God. So now I start my day with a devotional and I just give him that time and talk to him. And sometimes I hear him back, sometimes I don't. Sometimes he speaks to me in different ways, but having that spiritual, recreating that spiritual connection with God and starting my day with him and talking to him throughout the day it does make me feel better. Like even when I do my Bible work once a week, it makes me feel better. Also, I try to like deep breathe throughout the day. Like maybe like five minutes, I just do go in really deeply and let out really deeply. And I just try to let out all my anxiety and all the pressure and all the, just any kind of negative thoughts in my mind, I try to let it go because deep breathing for me, I really do feel the negativity leaving my body. Another thing that I do um, to be aware of my spiritual health is on Instagram, I want to say like two years ago, I blocked the shade room. And when I blocked the shade room, it like made me so much more positive because I used to gravitate towards there for information. But then it was like so much negative information about black people that I just couldn't take it anymore. And now when I get on social media, if I see fights, I don't watch them. If I see too much negative reality TV, I don't watch it. I try to be conscious of the stuff that I'm watching because what I'm watching is going to into my body as well. Right. And you're watching negative stuff and you're seeing girls yell at each other, pull each other hair out, talk negative 
positively about each other that that also can rot your mind as well and I also try to push out positivity because whenever I'm having a bad day it's usually like if anyone follows me on social media um life with Lee um you will see that if you will know you'll know if I'm ever having a really 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 bad day you're gonna see the most positive stuff on my page that's not to say that I'm not positive all the time it's just I try to combat my negative attitude with putting out positive energy and I've noticed that when I do that it, it makes my mood change because now I'm giving more of my energy to things that are positive instead of things that are negative so like I said before, the four dimensions of self-care are emotional, physical, psychological, and spiritual health. So you guys, once you know, after listening to this podcast, take some time and identify how you're practicing those four dimensions of self-care. And if you notice that you're lacking in some, try to make write down some things of ways that you can probably improve on those different dimensions of self-care. And it's not to say that one is more important than the other. It's just you should practice all four to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. So I want to touch on some things that I felt like were important when we were talking about our four dimensions of self-care. And the biggest thing that I've noticed in our generation is that we have a lack of boundaries. And that could be in lack of boundaries of, you know, oversharing or you're not sharing enough or you're not respecting yourself enough and you're not respecting the standards that you want for your life and you're compromising on things that you never want to compromise on. So I want to ask you, Ray, do you feel like you have boundaries? Just yes or no, do you have boundaries? Yes. Do you feel like in this current day, today, October 28, 2020, that you are respecting your boundaries? No. Okay. So then how are you going to move forward to make sure you're respecting your boundaries and what boundaries are you not respecting? I probably asked that backwards. So <laughs> the first, the latter first, <laughs> what boundaries are you not respecting of your, your own? Oh, uh, mm, my time mm. and compromising too much. Okay. And, and that's like in all of your kind of relationships, like friendships, romantic work. Yeah. yeah. And not saying no mm. as often as I should. Um, I'm still working on learning to just let stuff be, whether a person is mad at me or not for my decision and for me respecting my boundaries. Because at the end of the day, regardless if you do something for somebody or change how you are for somebody, they're going to find something wrong with the situation regardless because, okay. you know, it is what it is. So you might as well do it for yourself. And that's what I'm having to, like, reteach myself. Like, it's okay to say no. They're going to be mad at you, but who cares? You, you're not stressed out. Right. You're not worried about it. So why, you know, I, I have to do better with that. Uh, what boundaries are you struggling with? Uh, what boundaries? I feel like I'm being pretty stern right now with my boundaries. Like, I feel <laughs> like I'm not taking no bullshit. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like I'm having fun with this wall that I have now. I feel like, I feel like I have too many boundaries, maybe. I don't know if that's a thing, but I don't, I don't know if, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm really not taking anybody's bullshit. Like, I feel like if you do something to me and my body reacts negatively to it, then I'm automatically out. So if if we're chilling and I feel a vibe that's like, Aaliyah, this not it. 
this is not where you need to be. This is not who you need to be hanging out with. This is not it. I'm listening to it. Like I'm not second guessing myself anymore because whenever I used to second guess myself, I would end up in a one year, two year, four year situation that I was very unhappy in, whether that's romantic or friendship. Like those are things that I was dealing with. And I feel like now I'm respecting my boundaries of no means no. I'm not doing what I don't want to do. Like, for example, there was an event that I was supposed to go to an after party. And I decided that because I didn't like the environment of the other individuals that were going to be going, that I'm not going. Right. And even though two of my like good girlfriends were like, we want you to go, da, 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 you can just hang out with us. I was like, no, my spirit is telling me not to go, so I'm not going. And I'm thankful that I didn't go out because not that anything would have happened, but just because I respect the way that my body felt. Because I 100% feel like your body, if your body is rejecting something, then you shouldn't do it. And so I feel like now I'm definitely respecting my burns, but I kind of feel like I'm being kind of mean too, because I feel like my, my trauma experiences have made me develop a higher, a higher sense of tracking bullshit and maybe sometimes I'm thinking that something is bullshit when it's really just this is how this person is and you just have to learn that people are different everyone's not the same but at the same time if you show me something I've seen before I'm gonna walk the hell away because <laughs> I don't have time to do it nothing I dealt with before baby um, another thing that I, do, that I do struggle with though is speaking positively about myself and I think that it has a big deal with your self-care because if I'm speaking negatively to me alone by myself, then when people speak positively about me, I'm not going to believe it. And I think that's a big thing with, with me. I don't know about you, Ray, but for me, it's hard when people tell me, oh, you're amazing. You're the best. Like, you do such a great job. You're such an awesome friend. You're such an awesome daughter. You're such an awesome worker. Like, you're such an awesome person. And I sit to myself and be like, I'm not that good of a person. And thank, I really appreciate it. And now I'm learning to, that it's like that it's you're not being um, you're not being I don't know like conceited. yeah like you're not being conceited by uh, accepting a compliment. Like it's okay to be awesome. It's okay to be great. It's okay to be a good person because for me it's like when people say oh you're a good person I'm like oh but you're a better person and I mean what I'm saying I'm not saying it is bullshit but it's like I feel uncomfortable receiving compliments or I feel uncomfortable receiving praise and I end up speaking negatively about myself to bring myself back down to somewhere I feel comfortable and excuse me I'm learning that hey it's okay to be up it's okay to feel up it's okay to feel high about yourself and so now I'm learning to actually look in the mirror and be like hey you are beautiful or you are amazing and you are worthy and you are these things. And I'm hoping, you know, as I keep telling myself these things that I'm going to believe them, you know, 100% about myself. Because when people tell me, I know people aren't just telling me stuff to make me happy. But sometimes it's hard for me to believe it myself. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you struggle with when it comes to self-care? Like anything specific besides your boundaries? Um. I would definitely say one of my biggest struggles with self-care is being consistent. Okay. I know sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm not going to do this on Wednesdays. I'm not doing that. On the weekends, I'm not doing this, 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 or this. And then I get home and I'll be like, oh, I have so much to do. Let me just do this mm. so I can be better tomorrow. And 
not realizing at the time like you're breaking your own boundary like no one is breaking it but you mm-hmm. because you're allowing these things to happen you're you're giving more time and energy to something that you said you weren't going to do so how can I want others to take my boundaries serious if I'm not taking my own boundaries serious that's true that was a thing and then I've gotten better at this um like you said, speaking positive about yourself. Like I used to always, like I've always been like awkward when it comes to accepting compliments. I'd be like, oh, thank you. And I look away like, please stop talking about right. me. But like, I've gotten into the habit of telling myself like, man, you that nigga like, who the fuck? No, you got it. And so now when people give me compliments I look them in their eyes and I'll be like thank you I really appreciate that yeah. and it's not awkward for me like I got nominated for a program at work and I had to do an application for it and we had to talk about ourselves and one of my co-workers was saying how she got nominated as well she was like that's just awkward for me I don't like to talk about myself and I said I already submitted it Ooh. I said I was that nigga period and you are listen this is why you need me in this program absolutely because this is what i'm going to bring to the table absolutely so it's just you know certain things i've gotten it's okay to feel like you're the shit yeah i just i I feel listen know that you are the shit but also remain humble because just as easy as you got it it can be taken away from you that is the thing like that's why you gotta give glory to the Be person who gave person it to you. <laughs> within limits, like yes. don't go too far. I think it's like you're the shit, but you're not the shit alone. Right. That's I feel like that's that's a that's a good way to put it. Be like you know, I am Lederic and I am the shit, but I am not the shit alone, and I'm not here alone, and I appreciate the people who have helped me get to this position. But please know that I am Lederic and I am the shit. Thank you. End quote. <laughs> I definitely believe that. Do you feel like social media has affected your self-care at all? Because for me in the past, it did. Like, I used to be addicted to social media. And I had to, I think I deleted my Instagram like three times because my homegirl was like, if you delete it again, I'm never following you again. So this is the longest I've had my Instagram this time. <laughs> because I definitely could have had way more followers. But I... I used to be I used to be stuck on followers. I never used to like watch who I never have been the person to see who watched my story. Like if my if previous relationships of individuals watch my stories, I would not know because I don't check it. Um, I don't check who likes my pictures. I don't check any of that stuff. But in the past, I just used to be so focused on. I think it's because I was in college too that social media was just like so booming. That I was like, oh, who's following who? Who's watching who? You like her pictures? You da da da. You comment on this? You da da da. Like you in the DMs? Like I just go crazy in the past, but right now I feel like I'm learning that social media does not get to control me. Right. So it's not gonna. I'm not gonna let it affect me. But if I do feel like it's affecting me, the one way I feel like is that it puts the pressure on that I'm 25 and there's people 25 doing more than me. And I have to always remind myself that, hey, everyone's journey is different. And the things that you've accomplished, they might not have accomplished those things. They've accomplished different things. Everyone's on their own path and everyone's path is different. And if you're comparing yourself to someone else, then you are not giving glory to God. And you need to redirect your your energy because if you're not thankful for what you have, then he's going to take it away. So that's the one way I feel like social media has affected my self-care. What about you? Do you feel like it's at all? Um, at one point it did, and 
I had to tell myself, you know what, stop posting that. So, like, people who follow me on social media, they will notice. I'll post on my story before I post an actual post. Yeah. So. And the algorithm is so stupid now. Very. And, and, like, I've seen people talk about it, their algorithm, like, oh, you do this, this, and this. You can actually start seeing all the people you follow and Instagram messed up for creators and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, at what, like, these people... What do you do besides post pictures that make people want to go look at your page? I'm saying... Like, you don't have a product that you're selling. You don't have a brand that you're trying to, mm-hmm. you know, represent. Like, you're just taking pictures and you want people to like you. You're not a... You're just a face. Right. And so, like, I stopped posting a lot. Like, I post once every couple of months. <laughs> right. So, and then, like, most of the time, anyways, I am on Twitter. Like, Woo! And only Follow because, us on Twitter. Yes. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, underscore, underscore. It's King Ray. It's with a Z and King with a Q. And mine is life underscore with Lee. L-E-E. It's real ratchet over there. <laughs> but follow me. And I get on Twitter more because I can laugh. Yes, you can express yourself. I can say what I want to say. People go retweet my stuff and laugh with me because we thought about the same thing. Yes. Like, it's more than just me posting a picture and seeing or seeing somebody who talking about their body goals or getting on Facebook and seeing people I say cannot stand Facebook. stupid as shit. Facebook make my brain hurt. I just be like, oh. And my mom, my mom be on there acting a fool. Not your mama. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, KP. And one thing, like, I wish I could do, like, my mom, she doesn't even have the apps on her phone. Um, She'll log into it on her, like, her browser. Like, not on her computer. Her Safari browser on her phone. And that's how she'll get on Facebook. She literally gets on Facebook one day a week. Like, it'll just be on a Saturday when she drinking her coffee, and that's it for the rest of the day. Like, my she won't get on there. lives on Facebook. If Facebook shut down, no more mama gonna <laughs> She gonna cry. I know she is. And I just, you know... I had to tell myself it's not that deep. It's not that important. Mm-mm. Life goes on. So what? And this life outside of an app. Only 10 people like your picture. You still fine, boo. Still fine. They just hate it. Because listen, y'all still haven't followed us on Instagram. But guess what? We still going to be making these podcasts because I know y'all listen. Hello. Mm-hmm. I use the word. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to our loyal listeners. We definitely appreciate y'all listening every Wednesday or whenever yes. y'all listen. We definitely appreciate it. Leave us some comments so we know how y'all feel about this analogy. Please. Because I've been told that I talk too low and that the music is drowning me out. So I decided to talk louder today so y'all can kiss my ass if y'all say I was not loud this time. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> but for real. This man said we said, honey. But I think the hardest part about <laughs> self-care is reminding yourself to love you through the bad and the good. Yes. And I, I tweeted this quote the other day, and it's your bad decisions do not define your destiny. It's okay to F up. You're going to make mistakes. Nobody is perfect. And don't allow your bad decisions to redefine who you are in your mind. Because whatever you, whoever you want to be or whatever you want to be, you can still be that. Okay, it's still achievable. So don't allow yourself to feel like you're a piece of crap just because you made a mistake or you got in a bad relationship 
or anything like that because that's the biggest thing for me is I used to I'm only claiming two of my exes and it was a bad breakup and I blame myself for being in those relationships because I was like you should have known better you should never have been in those relationships you're so stupid you're da da and with saying those things to myself I'm beating myself up and I'm tearing myself down and I have to live with me every day while my friends do deal with me I have to live with me every day and it's not okay for me to tell myself these negative things just because a situation happened and you shouldn't do the same either so if you're out there and you were in a bad relationship or you were in a bad situation with a bad excuse me a bad friend or a bad relationship with your parents it does not make you a bad person and it's okay for you to make a mistake and you don't have to feel guilt for that mistake it's okay life happens just learn from those mistakes and make better decisions next time you shouldn't beat yourself up and make yourself feel like crap or make yourself feel like you don't deserve love because everybody deserves love except for rapists no they don't they should just go to hell and burn I was talking about all people all people don't deserve love who who else don't deserve love or murderers (laughs) it's a little you got a list I digress I think I wish meditation on anybody who ever did me wrong to because y'all need help. I ain't dead yet, but and y'all need some be blessed and highly favored and just know that you can't come back. That's probably a big thing about self care is knowing when to walk away. So we're gonna take a break, right, Lederick? Yes, yeah, sorry, I was drinking wine, <laughs> but yes, we're gonna take that a break. That dark. <laughs> and we're gonna continue this conversation. Welcome back, you guys. Thank you so much for being patient through our quick little break. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue the discussion. Yes, so we're talking about self-care and knowing when to walk away. And a lot of our conversations do get to romance relationships, but that's in your relationship. It's good to know when to walk away. Like, I had a job and... I was the training manager at this in at this job. And so that means that, you know, I trained everybody for their position. So I trained literally everyone that worked there. And it was maybe like 20 employees that worked and I trained every single person besides three people. One was two people were my managers, and one person was a young lady who was there before I got there. So she already knew her job. Every single person else that was there, I trained them. And one day there was a meeting in the owner of the business. It was a small black owned business. And the owner of the business got in front of everybody and said that I was incompetent and I didn't know what I was doing. Mind you, I trained every single person in your office besides three people. That was my time to go. And I politely put in my one day notice and I left because you have to know your worth and know when it's time to go. And I'm not saying that it was more instances than that, but that was the straw that broke the camel's back for me. And that's when I knew that I was not appreciated and I wasn't felt worthy enough, excuse me, and it was time for me to go. So 
it's okay to know when it's time to leave. And I think some signs of knowing when it's time to go is if your spirit is rejecting the situation or a person. That's probably the biggest way to know when it's time to leave. Or if you're sitting there contemplating your sanity on why you're there and you're making yourself small to be comfortable to be in a situation. Have you ever had to do that in a situation? Ooh. And it's bigger than compromising, y'all. We're not talking about just compromising when you're in a friendship or relationship or at work. We're talking about when you start compromising who you are as a person, or when you start making yourself feel less than, than who you are to be in the space that you're in. That's right. what we're talking about. Not just, oh, I don't like this about it. Um, but that's okay. Like you might not like that your job only gives you an hour lunch, but if your job makes you feel like shit and makes you feel like you don't even deserve an hour lunch, you should just have 30 minutes to come back to work. Then that's something you might need to think about. So what would you say your instances where, where, if you would like to share where my very first instance of feeling like enough was enough and me knowing when to walk away was when I started working at this call center in College Park and mm. I came at a time it was like middle of the year or whatever and within like still within my 90 days I got promoted to another department so I would, my I worked the weirdest schedule. I worked to three to eleven. So Ooh. from three to five, I was doing regular phone calls. And after five o'clock, I went into my other position where I didn't have to take phone calls. I was actually routing trips and doing stuff like that. And so it came time for their annual raises. Well, I got fifty fucking million excuses as to why I couldn't officially start my position. First, it was, mm. "Oh, you were in your ninety days, so we're gonna do it on this day." Well, that day came and went. Nothing, nothing happened. And so here we are doing annual reviews. And my manager at the time, he called me into the office. He was like, "Oh, everything was good." But it was just this one instance where that's on your record where you were out for a funeral and we had to count it against you. Mm. So even tell me that you got to count me going to my great grandfather's funeral against me when at any Ooh. other job you have bereavement days. That was strike one and two. Right. Strike three was when this man told me that my annual raise was 10 fucking cents. 10 cents. 10 cents. What are you about to do with that? I said, you can keep it. 10 cents. You can keep it. And literally that next week, I quit. And I, I said, no, nah, I'm good. Like, 10 cents? 10 cents. First of all, y'all owe me about three more dollars because I'm doing a whole nother position. But 10 cents? 10 cents. That, that, People be trying to get All my hard work within 90 days. 10 cents. It's time to walk away. And I was like, y'all can kiss my ass. So I quit. Um... I was in a relationship where... And we don't have exes, y'all. We just have people that we dealt with. <laughs> I was in this, in this situation. Situation. <laughs> where the person that I was talking to was very selfish. Mm. Um, everything was about him. Everything just... Speak on it. 
when I would say something, it would be an issue. It, it was just too much. And for the longest time, I just dealt with it. And I was like, oh, this is what, you know, love is. And I just had to tell myself, this is too much. This is too much. And I, I walked away. Sometimes it's good to walk away. I mean, I walked away during the relationship, but we're not going to talk about that. I was going to smooth right on by that. Yes, okay. I did. <laughs> sometimes, hey, sometimes you got to walk away, honey. Like, y'all could be living in the same house. It's like, you know what? I'm going to just go. You can have this lease. You can have this. All of this, honey. Or they can be like, you can keep it. And it's like, yeah. Bye. Back and stuff. To the left. To the left. <laughs> I am good for packing a bag. Ask about me, sweetie. Self-care. Protect yourself. In any situation, dealing with your family, just anything, you have to protect your peace. So if that means, listeners, if you need to skip Thanksgiving with your family this year to take care of yourself and come back on Christmas or come back, Next you know, year. Juneteenth, <laughs> do your thing. Because you have to take care of yourself. So I want us to know, especially black people, that in this climate that we're in, it's okay if your self-care is out of whack. It's okay if, you know, you used to be like rain, you used to meditate, and now you just can't even find the time. It's okay if you used to be like me and used to do, you know, your daily devotionals, and now you just can't even pick up the good book. It's okay. What I also want you guys to know that it's okay to start back. It's okay for you to start back today in this moment and decide that, hey, I'm going to put myself first. Because one thing I want everyone to know and that I had to learn on my own is that being selfish is self-care. I want to repeat that again. Being selfish with yourself is self-care. Do not feel bad because you have to say no. It's okay. It's okay to say no. And if people get mad at you for saying no, then identify those people as individuals who don't need to continue with you anymore. Time does not define loyalty. And you have to make sure that you are okay at the end of every day. Because as much as people love you and as much as people care about you, guess who is responsible for you? You and nobody else. So, if you do what you gotta do, cut people off or bring new people into your life. That's another thing that I hate people saying, no new friends, no new friends, no, no, no. You know, in the words of Drake. But it's okay to have new friends or new acquaintances or new relationships or new experiences. That's okay because everyone is brought into your life for a reason or a season. You know, I was brought into Ray's life for a lifetime. So, you know, I'm not going anywhere, but you know, <laughs> I'm just she saying not. if you, if, if it's okay for you to meet somebody nice that you met at, you know, Barnes and Noble or that you met at the bowling alley or that you met at a party or something like that's okay. That's it's totally fine. Just make sure, excuse me, that you are setting boundaries with yourself and you're respecting those boundaries. And it's also okay for you to move your boundaries up and down because I'm sure Ray has had instances where he had a boundary set and then realized, okay, now that I know this person a little more, I can open up a little more. I can move my boundary a little to the left, a little to the right. Or maybe you see that somebody does something to you and you're like, okay, wait a minute, I gotta set a wall up. Right. Because now I know I can't move with you this certain way, but you can still deal with them. So you don't have to be the cutoff queen like me. You can, you know, reset your boundaries. What's your advice that you have for people with 
going throughout with their self-care? I would definitely say it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, say it again because I don't think they heard you. It is perfectly okay mm-hmm. to not be okay. Yeah. I remember when I was younger, my grandma would always say, oh, just pray about it. Granted, prayer is great, yes, but is. prayer does not fix everything. Mm-hmm. Prayer is our work sustained. You have to put in that work yourself to get better and that's one thing that I stress to people because like I you know I talk to my co-workers a lot like that I'm really close with and we're all stressed out right now like mm-hmm. I, I have imagine. really Ooh. bad anxiety like that's been my thing since I was a child like and it's just been so bad these past few weeks I don't know what the hell is going on but I had to tell myself, it's okay for me to not be okay. It's okay for me to realize mm-hmm. that the things that I wanted and the things that I felt like I needed are changing and that I don't have to continuously feel like I need those same old things to make myself feel better. Because one, first of all, change is scary. Yes. Going into the unknown is scary. Mm-hmm. And then dealing with new things and everything else that you got going in your life is scary. But you got to be raw and be emotional and be in tune to yourself and be willing to fix whatever it is that is not is not going as you expect it. Now, I'm not saying go back and continue to do the same things that you were doing because clearly they weren't working. Right. But find something new. Find something that just elevates you from that level that you are currently in where you're not feeling your best. You're not feeling 100%. And the, the new thing that you're doing, whether it's an activity, someone you're talking to, that you're you know, not as a relationship, but like far as venting and being able to communicate with that person and they're listening to you and not listening to give you advice, but listening to hear you because sometimes people just need to talk. And sometimes people just need to get stuff off their chest and not have you give them answers of what to do and how to do it. Just be yourself. That's the biggest thing, be yourself. Be raw with your emotions and don't compromise too much where you are not being your authentic self. I feel like people get so lost in being somebody for somebody else. Like we all have different hats that we wear. But when you're at home and you take off all those hats, then you don't even know who you are anymore. Because mm-hmm. you've lost tune with yourself and now you're trying to deal with all these other things going on in your life and you're a hot mess about it and that's okay so now that you acknowledge that you're a hot mess because i have because i know i am what are you going to do to fix it and that's the biggest thing like think about what you can do to fix it not for anybody else but for yourself like granted people i hear people say well i'm doing this for my kids i'm doing this for my my husband i'm doing this for my mama my daddy my granny but what are you doing for you because mm. you're going to spend all your life pleasing other people and living up to other people's expectations but what have you accomplished for yourself you spent all that time and all that energy doing for other people but here you are struggling with your identity your anxiety your depression your relationships your mental space because you didn't put in the work to do what you need to do for you. 
and it just starts with acknowledging that and then finding the things that you need to move forward amen we want to thank y'all for listening this evening please make sure you like comment subscribe and share please make sure y'all comment we want to know what y'all like give us some topics y'all want us to talk about we're definitely open to any topics if you do like the videos let us know and we'll make sure that ray um lets us record because he's in charge of if we record or not so let us know if you want us to record don't do that i looking like a bum after work i'm sorry listen the man <laughs> looks wonderful all the time he's just so mean to y'all okay but we definitely do appreciate y'all listening you guys definitely motivate us whether it's one listener five listeners and i also want to know let y'all know that we do notice you nosy listeners and um we're not going to be telling our business all the time but please y'all ain't got to keep listening to the relationship one we talked about it. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> we go tell our business sometime, but you know, keep listening to us and we'll continue to be consistent every Wednesday at seven o'clock. We love y'all to talk. Bye-bye. Adios. Ciao. Deuces. Au revoir.